More from the Media First blog. If you're going to simply ignore the questions, I think we'll end the interview there. Those were the words of Nick Robinson as he cut short one of the most memorable recent interviews. When I say memorable, it was for all the wrong reasons. The Today programme presenter was interviewing Alexander Stafford, a former parliamentary aide to Boris Johnson. It is now Sue Gray who has to wait to see whether and when she'll be allowed to take up the offer of a job of Chief of Staff. Amongst those who are appalled is Alexander Stafford, who was parliamentary aide to Boris Johnson. He joins us on the line, along with the Shadow Culture Secretary Lucy Paolo, who was herself a Chief of Staff to a former leader of the opposition. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning. Alexander Stafford, a dodgy decision. You called it in a tweet yesterday. Why? <clears throat> Sorry, of course it's dodgy. How can somebody who only a matter of months ago condemned one prime minister then go and work for the leader of the opposition in such a close capacity? This really doesn't pass the sniff test. It really undermines the work that she's done, undermines the civil service, and really puts in question Sakia's complete judgment. So she was... Just to be clear, when Boris Johnson appointed her... She was impartial. But now Keir Starmer's appointed her. She's biased. Is that your view? Well, the question is, was she impartial? We need to see what conversations she's had with Sir Keir's team during that period and after that period, when she first made contact, when she was off the job. Was there any deal going on behind the scenes? This really does put in question not just uh, Partygate allegations, but also Sir Keir's judgment. This is very, very off. Well, I'll put those questions in just a second. You say it discredits the Partygate allegations. Correct me if I'm wrong, Sue Gray didn't unlock the bottles of wine. She didn't deliver the suitcases of alcohol. She didn't deliver a fridge to Downing Street. In what way does it discredit the allegations in Partygate? Because it needs to work out what who was she actually working for? Was she working for the British public or was she working for a no. job interview to Sir Keir's I've office? I just asked you who held the parties. Was it Sue Gray? Well, we need to say, what was her motive? What was her no, motive no, we're to not try talking, and work I'm not out asking a question, evidence. Mr Stafford, about Sue Gray. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you about the parties. Did Sue Gray have anything to do with having parties in Number 10? Did did Sue Gray have any information that she passed on to Kia or try and look at information in a particular light? That's the third time you've ignored that question. That's the third time you've ignored that question. Do you, as you think this inquiry into Partygate has been discredited, Do you now want to have a fresh inquiry into Boris Johnson's decisions about allowing parties to take place in Downing Street? What clearly we need to do is have an inquiry into how she was appointed, why she was appointed, when she started the application process for security. Mr Stafford, you're not not a regular on the Today programme, but we have a habit here, which is I ask a question and you at least make some appearance of trying to answer the question rather than simply ignoring it. So I'll ask it again. Do you want a fresh inquiry into the Partygate allegations? I want a fresh inquiry into every aspect of it. Well, let's leave the interview there, Mr Stafford. If you're going to simply ignore the questions, I think we'll end the interview there. Ouch. But what media lessons can you learn from it? Firstly, there's preparation. We don't know if the Rother Valley MP expected some form of easy ride in the interview, but he seemed unprepared for difficult and uncomfortable questions. If you are questioning the impartiality of a person who led the Partygate investigation, you will likely be asked if a fresh inquiry is needed. Another likely one would be whether he had similar concerns about the police investigation into the Downing Street parties. You may remember the Metropolitan Police issued 126 fines. 
we'll never know, although we can probably guess how Mr. Stafford would have answered that one. During our media training courses, we always stress the importance of spending time anticipating challenging questions and considering how to respond to them. More often than not, the tough questions can be predicted. The interview is also another reminder of the damage that can be done by trying to avoid difficult questions. It is something we often stress in our media training blogs. Evading questions and providing answers that don't relate to what was being asked annoys audiences and frustrates journalists. It makes spokespeople seem untrustworthy, slippery and cowardly. And invariably, you lose control of the interview because the journalist repeats the question you want to avoid. Now, media trainers often get the blame for these sorts of interviews, but during our training courses, we stress that spokespeople must answer the question. Once they've done that, they should use the bridging technique to try to control the conversation and get back to their message. Aggressive. When a spokesperson is obviously ignoring the questions, it becomes easier for the journalist to be aggressive. They know the audience gets frustrated with these types of interviews and are likely to be on their side if they ramp up the pressure. In this interview, Mr Robinson cut off Mr Stafford after just a couple of minutes, having already highlighted his evasiveness. Not only does it help make the interview memorable, but it also gives Labour's Lucy Powell, the other interviewee for this segment, more airtime, a media interview own goal for the ages. Perhaps the only saving grace for Mr Stafford was that last week was a packed field for disastrous media interviews. Isabel Oakeshott, the controversial journalist who published thousands of Matt Hancock's WhatsApp messages, ended a tetchy radio interview early after becoming increasingly frustrated with the line of questioning. Ms Oakenshot cut short the interview carried out on video conferencing software halfway through the question about her journalistic tactics. And she had already accused Time Radio presenter Cathy Newman of being unprofessional and she complained that, quote, I've come here to talk about the story and threatened to, quote, terminate the interview. You might have expected journalists to realise this approach would not work well. Maybe she provided Mr Stafford's media training. Read and hear more from our blog at mediafirst.co.uk. Media First, specialists in communication training.